Hey there, you're tuned into Healthy-ish, your almost daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley. How might your life be better with less? Less stuff, less clutter, less discontent. Well, my guests today are living proof that this life is possible. You may have caught their popular doco on Netflix called minimalism. Well, Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus, otherwise known as The Minimalists, have a new book out called Love People Use Things because the opposite never works. And they joined me via Zoom from the US to share their genius tips on how to live life with less. Now, we keep our healthy episodes quite short, but if you want to hear today's full interview where Ryan and Joshua discuss how to incorporate minimalism into every area of your life. I love this chat, by the way. It's worth listening to. Search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your awesome podcasts, like this one, of course. Welcome to Healthy-ish, Joshua and Ryan. Thanks so much for joining us all the way from the US. Congratulations on your new book. Now, there's one stat in your book that just, I, I just, I suppose my jaw dropped to the floor. It was, you talk about the average American household containing 300,000 items. Now, I, I bet we're the same in Australia. We just, you know, follow your cue, really. What effect does having too much stuff have on our mental health? Isn't that the the claustrophobic American dream? And unfortunately, it's permeated your borders as well. In fact, there's 193 countries in the world, and I think it's permeated most of the borders of the world, this so-called American dream. And not that there's anything wrong with stuff, right? We all need some stuff. But of course, if there's 300,000 items in our homes, that'd be wonderful too, if it was making us happier, more joyous, more content, more complete. But we know that it's actually doing the opposite. And so, yes, it, the reason it's, it, it is, well, it's affecting our mental health is because we're seeking external validation through status and success and trinkets. I know that's what Ryan and I certainly did. We accumulated a lot of things. So why did we do it? Because we thought it was going to make us happy. But quite often, the amassing of more stuff makes us stressed. It makes us anxious. It makes us miserable. And so, yeah, the, the true cost of an item goes way beyond that price tag. We don't think about the psychological costs, the emotional costs of all of those things we bring into our lives. Yeah. yeah when I look at the, the physical clutter that was in my life, it was a it was a physical manifestation of what was going on inside of me. Um, so, you know, I think the stuff we have it, yeah, it represents our mental clutter. It represents our spiritual clutter and, and all the clutter in our, in our life. Yeah. So how can we shift that focus from the material, I suppose, the material to the internal, aside from perhaps getting rid of all your stuff? Sure. Yeah. Ryan and I aren't, aren't going around proselytizing, telling everyone to, they need to get rid of their things. We have things for sure. And minimalism is not about deprivation. In the book, we have these 16 rules for living with less. One of them is the no junk rule. And it's especially pertinent now that we've been going through these whole lockdowns in and out. There's been this whole pandemic that's been going on. What's the word that you heard the most during the pandemic? It's probably the word essential. You hear people talking about essential travel. 
and essential business and essential workers. But now there are so many people who have spent so much time in their homes that they're looking around at all their stuff and they're saying, what is essential in my life? And we don't really stop to ask that question, do we? We are always thinking about more and more and more. Rarely do we stop to consider less. So we have one of the rules, the no junk rule. And basically everything in your home can fit in one of three piles. It's either essential, it's non-essential, or it's junk. Let's talk about those three categories real quick. Everyone has basically the same essentials. We all need clothing and food and shelter, right? But then beyond that, we have a lot of things that add value to our lives. And that's where our minimalism really helps us identify the things that are useful to us, that serve a purpose in our lives or bring us joy. And so strictly speaking, you don't need a couch at home. You don't need the artwork on the wall, but in a way, these things add value to your life. So we're not saying go without those things. In fact, by getting rid of the excess stuff, the third category, the junk, we're able to appreciate the things that add value to our lives much more. That's sort of the paradox of minimalism. I get far more value from my material possessions now that I have far fewer material possessions. Unfortunately, most of us, most of our things fit into that third category. They're junk right? They're the things that masquerade as though they're important to us. But if we treat everything as precious, then, well, nothing's precious. Yeah. Good point. What's your, have you got something, what's your favorite thing, your, your most favorite thing in your house that you appreciate now more than ever that you've, you live this minimalist life? Ryan, do you want to talk about your Fabergé egg collection? <laughs> what? Oh man, you know, I wish I no, I he's joking of course. I wish I had like a really sexy answer for that. I mean, anything in my house, uh well, I think what I've done over the last 12 years is I have developed this superpower of being willing to walk away from anything in my life. So when it comes to favorite things, sure. Like I've got a, I got a Stein that my grandma bought me in Germany and gave it to me when I was in high school. And, you know, of course there's a little sentimental value there and I keep my change in it. It's functional. I look at it. It reminds me of my Oma. She's amazing. And every time I think, I look at that Stein, I think about how amazing she is. But you know, if, if I, if that thing spontaneously combusted, I would miss it but I wouldn't necessarily like run out and replace it. So I think the whole thing with, with minimalism is a, is a tool that helps us get past the things to help us make room for life's most important things, which aren't things at all. And when we get to that point, we can, we can really kind of uh, loosely hold on to those 300,000 items that we own. Um, But of course, you know, I use my laptop. I use my, I I, I use my, my cell phone. Um, I have a cat. I have a wife. I love all, you know, I, I really love my cat and I love my wife and I really get a lot of value out of my laptop and my, and my cell phone. Um, but, you know, I, I look at those things, the physical items as tools and yes, certainly there's some beauty in things and I can appreciate the beauty and they help augment my life for uh, the positive. But by and large, I, I really truly am prepared to walk away from anything. And it, it might sound really crass, but I'm even prepared to walk away from relationships in my life, not just my physical things. But really, w- when I take that attitude towards being willing to walk away, it helps me 
have stronger relationships in, in a way because I get to choose to be in those. And I work harder to make those relationships solid and, and to go deeper with those relationships. So yeah, I guess, yeah, the superpower of being able to walk away from everything is, 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 is pretty amazing. It feels pretty good. I like that you call it a superpower too, because letting go is not something you do in the traditional sense, right? And we try to convey this in the book. Yeah, letting go is something you stop doing. You stop pretending that everything is precious. You know, but by me saying this is my favorite thing and I couldn't possibly let go of it. Well, now all of a sudden I formed an attachment to a thing, right? But it's not just about the things. Letting go is about stopping clinging to the material possessions, but also the the toxic relationships, the 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 busyness in our life. We're acting like busy is a good thing, right? And, and it's about letting go of this, this sort of idea that your achievements make you who you are yeah. because you're complete in an empty room without all of those things. But to be clear, if you let go of the thing, but not the attachment, you'll still get dragged. And so it's really important to, to make that distinction. Yeah. I think it's just about, you know, clearing space. So then you can focus on those things that are really important and, and, you know, clearing mental space. Um, Joshua mm. and Ryan, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Oh, thanks for having us. Thank you. I hope this chat with the minimalists, that is Joshua and Ryan, inspired you to perhaps, I don't know, take a look at what's inside your house, what you can get rid of and what you can free yourself with. Their book is called Love People Use Things. And we actually have more from them. That's right on our big sister podcast, the one called Extra Healthyish. It's a new podcast from Body and Soul that gives you that little bit extra in your day for your mind, body and soul. Extra interviews, extra insights and extra healthy advice. Now, we publish a new episode every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. And don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And also, don't forget, you can jump on and rate to review and subscribe to this podcast. Thanks again for listening to my chat with The Minimalists. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.